So it's all down to truthfulness and what is really God's will. Ultimately, there are these blessings I know that I have experienced and I can definitely testify to that, that there have been times where, you know, I've seen people, as I've stated before, you know, I've just been going in the the very, um, I want to say higher echelons of thinking, it's like, it's just very positive, really good pace, uh, good intent, and yet some things just don't make sense. Like they literally haven't made sense in terms of how other people have behaved, maybe jealousy coming across and it just doesn't make sense. It's like, I don't understand that. I don't do it because of the level of Christ within me, the Holy Spirit. It just doesn't compute. And I have noticed that when people have done things time and time again, out of jealousy or said something, that something bad, like really, really awful, always happens to them. Um, so I definitely have seen this so many times, uh, so many times, like it's extraordinary. And it's like what, you know, what God says, like, the wicked, you know, they'll do this, they'll do that. You'll see the like the the desire on them, or like them basically being punished. But you know, if we have a good intent, and you know, we're setting out in a good way, and someone is setting out in a completely evil or wicked way, when we don't, we don't, we're doing our best, we're doing everything right, then they bring all this evil upon themselves. Um, so yes, I definitely have seen that loads. Um, it's not something, you know, I've never wished for any of these kind of things on people. So um, they've obviously been really nasty and vile. Um, but obviously I've not just, I'm not just saying that, like I've actually seen what they've done first or I've heard what they've done as well. Um, and then something very shortly thereafter usually oh well yeah always happens um so i know it does exist um and whether that is to do with that blessing that abrahamic blessing Isaac, isaac's blessing um or someone else in god or god got self-blessing um, you know me in that way I've just always experienced it before I could even like I didn't have to ask for that like I've never asked for it I've just witnessed it and I'm like whoa and it's just been a pattern of events that continue to occur um just again it's nothing that I asked for nothing personal. I've just said about not even thinking about those things and then I've witnessed it, I've seen that happen. Um, so it does exist. Whoever it was that set it, God himself, I guess. Um, and one thing I do want to say is that, you know, everything has to be just to 
clarify this, everything has to be in the name of God and that there is definitely no supplanting of God's kingship and that will never work. And that comes through in the Holy Spirit that, you know, when God chooses um, and, and makes that choice, anyone going against it, again, it's like, obviously they'd have to be again thinking evil thoughts, doing things very jealously. So it brings, you know, a whole lot of evil toward them. So, yeah, it just, it's not going to work. That's what I have to say. I just get that from the Holy Spirit. And, yeah, I guess you could say also seeing, like, the experience of witnessing things again and again. But just, it was more... uh, a message, like a real knowing in the Holy Spirit that was coming up. Um, So very important to share that. And I'll pop this at the end, God willing, and as well at the front. In Christ, there is no separation. Um, This is a great opportunity to talk about the blessings of Yaakov. And Yaakov is the, I'm gonna say like the headmaster, is the, the father of all of the tribes, um, including, of course, that of Jesus Christ himself. He blessed the 12 different tribes. And later on tonight, we might be able to hear about some of these blessings if it is still in the will of God to do so. Over the last few days, of course, we've had my father's birthday. That was on the 25th of January, 2023. But every single day is really important. Every day is God's day. And of course, my father, James Semple, shared that birth date with our bard, Robert Burns. And so you'll have heard me obviously talk a lot about my father, talk about some of the things that he said, and a lot about his silence, his wisdom, his simplicity, and just this amazing, awesome, knowing, awe-inspiring knowledge and wisdom. And quite different in some ways, yet quite similar, Robert Burns has talked about someone who talked a lot, who wrote poems, who was very romantic. And my father was very much a people's person out every day that he could be on the boats. Never one really, although we've got <laughs> got whiskey in the table instead of wine today, I'm going to explain that in a minute or two. Never one for really drinking or never to be seen to be drinking in front of us very much. I think I can kind of like once, perhaps twice, that I can recall him ever having drunk anything. And yet we hear, although we don't really hear about Robert Burns as such drinking so much, we do know that he turned up to different parties. And we do know that he has this very, very, of course, famous poem with Tam O'Shanter, him and his Druthy crony. Um, and so we know that he wrote about it and he talked about it, but we don't really know about him either actually having partaking in it so much. 
So even although many people decide that Scotland's drink is going to be whiskey, it never seemed to be um, something that I recall anyway, my father actually drinking. I think I remember and recall him drinking tea Maria and Coke. Or my mum, <laughs> one of the two. Um, and possibly wine. He probably did have that, but I don't recall it. And again, the same could be said for Robert Burns, who don't really know what he actually did, if he actually drank anything at all, or what he drank. <laughs> but he did talk about it. Um, for tonight, though, we have got, um, in place of wine, whiskey and lemonade. I'm going to explain why that is. Over the last few days as well, what you'll also realise, some of you, <clears throat> is that it has been Shabbat, Shabbat, the Sabbath. And that is really like the Jewish version of what Sunday is supposed to be. Yet Sunday in the Christian messianic way is seen quite differently. And so I want to merge the two and I want to talk about this. First and foremost, very importantly, that although we're going to be looking at what happens at the end of Sabbath, because that's what this is at this time for Jewish people, this is the end of the Sabbath day. But for those in the Messianic world, it's kind of like it all mingles in. And if you're really of Christ like I am, you're never separated. So there's not one day of the week that isn't supposed to be your Sabbath day in Christ. That is obedience to Christ and what you're commanded to do, which is to enter into the rest. There is a piece of scripture that says, if you hear him today, and you know the one that I mean, if you hear his voice, ring if you let's see Hebrews yeah so it's 315 of Hebrews and it says while it is said today if ye will hear his voice harden not your hearts as in the provocation and so what happened is that obviously back in the day and even for some at this day and age they will still talk about the separation between the Sabbath and their next part of the week. So right now, for many people all around the world who are Jewish, they will actually be thinking about separating out now. They've seen their Sabbath. They don't feel that they're really, that they really have the Messiah. They don't know the Messiah. So they don't know this wholeness in God. And so they separate their weekday out. And they're now moving into this busy week already. And they will say the Havdalah. But I am not about to be having a devil as my Allah. So, <laughs> um, as much love as I have, I'm going to do this in the utmost respect. But I'm also going to do this in a way where we talk about the reality of the Messiah. And why I have been given this sovereign role so the Messiah resides within me. That's why I'm able to do this, to have all this in one go within me. I'm still human though. And my role is to obviously to merge and to help different people understand all of this. And so I've got all of these different sides that I can understand working and merging within me so that I can then light the way. 
And sometimes I feel like saying light the way for the Gentiles is actually lighting the way for the Gentiles to Christ. Um, and not the Gentiles as some of the Jewish people might think. But I'm seeing some people that might be just separated from God. Let's not give them a name. They might feel separated from God as being Gentile, actually. Okay, so let's have a look um, at the next part of this. It goes on to say in Hebrews, just before we head on to this, for some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. And so this entire situation of having the Sabbath is supposed to be like a training ground of coming out of Egypt, coming out of slavery, coming out of the busy world, coming out of all the cares of the normal worldly way and growing in divinity and sacredness and holiness with God. And so I actually really loved today for growing just with God even more, even although I am not separated because I have the Mashiach within me. I have the Holy Spirit. I still felt that taking part in some of the Jewish traditional Sabbath um, ways really helped me. Now, I may not have done everything perfectly, but because I have the Mashiach, it is perfect. It may not be ritualistically perfect with those that are separated with the Mashiach, but for those that are in the Mashiach, it is completely perfect. So it just was utilised for me, as it says, it's, it's the Sabbath is made for the man, not the man made for the Sabbath. And so it really is about helping us. And so I had these lights on. I couldn't switch them off. I realized that I was like, oh my gosh, because on the Sabbath, you're not allowed to do any servile work. You're not allowed to do work. You're not allowed to ignite and you're not allowed to extinguish. And so even the switching on, the flick of a light switch is actually igniting, turning on. And also to put off, to extinguish, that's not allowed. So I wanted to do the best that I could, but knowing that I had Christ, I could do whatever. But because I've got the knowledge that this is what I'm supposed to do, I have the will to do it, the ability to do it, and therefore I can, I should. So that's what I did. I kept all of these lights on, couldn't extinguish them, couldn't put them off, in other words. I even had the bedroom light on. I had to go to sleep with the bedroom light on. Anyone that's seen this throughout the night who had to walk past will have noticed. I don't know who has or not, but um, perhaps it was just kept all, you know, quiet and to me. I don't know. But that's what it's been like all day. You're not allowed to do certain things like even flush the toilet. <laughs> now, is that ha and have Dalla? I don't know, but the half dollars only now, but there certainly was a lot of like things that people would probably define as ha-ha-able. Yeah, so I couldn't do all these things, but thankfully, because I wasn't really moving around so much and I was in a state of rest, even more so, like actual rest, I didn't really need to go to the bathroom the same way. So everything was completely clean and kind of like perfect anyway because of the level of rest that I was in and the level of function of my body totally changed. You're not allowed to have um, a shower. You're not allowed to wash during um, Sabbath. And this is the thing that because there wasn't any straining, there wasn't any striving, there wasn't any large movements or large pieces of work, it was all restful. It meant
meant that my body functioning in that way, as I say, was cleaner all around. And it just felt cleaner all around. It felt holier. It really did. And so I'm so thankful to be able to take part in that. Now, could I see myself doing that every single day? I really don't know. I don't think so. But because I know that I'm never separate from Christ, the Messiah, it doesn't really matter too much. It's only for me about a personal divine union and growing in that. So whatever I can manage, and this is what I want to say to you, that rather than focusing too much on the separation and the have dala, which I'm going to explain, let's try, and here's something for people that are following the Jewish tradition, let's try and add more of the Sabbath into every single day of the week. Things that you would only do in the Sabbath, try to do that to make your whole week holy as possible. Now, the ultimate in that is to have Christ so that you can do whatever it is that you need to do in the righteousness. But obviously, if there's a need to work towards that, then taking some of these different practices and methodology is going to be a really great way of actually bringing that into the, the week and building on the relationship, becoming closer with God, having further revelation, therefore, perhaps a deepening with the Meshach, with the Holy Spirit. So the Habdala, the blessing is said, and it's a separation between the Sabbath and the start to the new week, which for those in the Jewish tradition are going to be in now. And so as I say this, I want to make it very clear that I am not separating myself when I say this. I am not separating myself ever from Christ. I'm saying this as a way to help people to merge, to come together, to grow and deepen with uh, Christ, but also to understand this entire situation of coming out of Egypt and what it said here. When I talked about Hebrews that comes from the Messiah, for some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? Okay, but it's not just them that fell in the wilderness. It's still people today that keep separating themselves off and don't go into the rest. Okay, and it says, And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. Okay, so this all refers to this, even the Havdala situation. So we need to be really careful. And that's why I've made that caveat beforehand. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Okay, so because I have the belief in Christ and I have the Meshach within me, I'm not going to say this in a way where I want to separate. I never want to separate from Christ. So when I say this, I'm saying this is a way to, um, to teach about it. I'm also saying the blessing from a blessing point of view, but not from a point of view of ever wanting to be separated. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, no, we can't do that. And that's why I'm chosen. Okay, so let's move on and we'll talk about it now. So it's in theory and it's um, at one with the blessing, but it's not a call to separation. Never, never. Okay, so let me see if I can get this up in front of me now. Okay. And so um, they will say in this way, remember I put our caveat out, 
for those of us that don't want to ever be separated, okay? Behold, God is my saviour. I will trust God and not be afraid. For my strong faith and song of praise for God will be my salvation. You will draw water joyously from the wellsprings of salvation. Salvation is the gods. May your blessing rest upon your people. God of the heavenly armies is with us. The Lord of ya- the Lord Yord? The Lord of Yaakov is a fortress protecting us. God of the heavenly armies, happy is the individual who trusts you. God redeem us. You have I have to add this. Thank you for redeeming me and those who believe God. Thank you. Please redeem those that still will not enter into the rest. Help them that well will accept you. The king will answer us on the day we call God. The Jews had light, happiness, joy and honour. May we have the same. I will raise the cup of salvation and call out the name of the God. So we do a blessing then on the way. So obviously that is important to understand that we are not saying that we want to ever be separated. We're just reading this. And so I have added in an extra part there about the redemption to try and bring people into the fullness of belief so that they don't keep going through this unbelief and separation. But during this, let's do this in a way where we're not separated from God. Here is what would be the wine. This is whiskey on the, <laughs> in this case. And it's also um, some lemonade. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. So they'll have spices during this. And uh, here we've got cloves. And um, what you, again, I, I, I want to stress this is about the creation, but the reality for people like me is that the creation is beautiful, but there's nothing more important than the creator. These are just all extras that we are really thankful for, but they come from the creator, from God. And that's why instead of going after every God, those of us that believe keep our hold of Jesus Christ. We still do this blessing though. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates varieties of spices. Oh, they smell lovely. Candle that would have um, 
a kind of wick that intertwines and have a good week and I pray that it will be one that is never separated from the Holy Spirit from God and the Messiah. <clears throat> For those who will accept that level of blessing. Shall I? 
that that video um, is available on um, my Facebook page <clears throat> and um, interestingly it finished at seven o'clock and number seven is also thought of as a day of rest obviously or as a number of rest okay um, also on there we've got the royal blessings uh, starting off with Jacob's blessings for the reason obviously of the Holy Spirit of God that was what first came up um, but we will look at the blessings that were actually given to Yaakov and to his sibling uh, God willing I will also perhaps relook again or just maybe go over quickly about the 12 tribes of um, Yaakov of Israel and then more closely perhaps at King David maybe King Solomon and Christ so <clears throat> who comes obviously from one of the 12 tribes of Yaakov so what a lovely way um, to to have this uh, recording on this weekend the weekend that you know comes after my father's birthday, James Semple's birthday from the 25th there. Very, very interesting indeed since his name James is also a version of Yaakov, of Jacob. And Yah means God. So, I mean, my first ever experience of God and just the best and most wonderful father I could possibly ever wish for uh, to have. Uh, thanks be to God. And of course, I can say my father, especially now, even more so that he is my father in heaven. Thank you once again, everybody, for coming to join this lovely podcast broadcast. Do check out the video if you can on Facebook. Both of those videos, in fact. Thank you. And um, God willing, we'll have, as I say, some other broadcasts up very soon. Following on from these videos, perhaps one tomorrow. Have a restful weekend and week ahead.